Three, two, one. Boom shakalaka, mother huggers. Hey, everyone. This is Jared. And this is Dane. And this is the Tanned Gents. The Tanned Gents. Today we're talking about, amongst other things, fecal transplants. Dane, how are you doing? No, I'm very good, Jared. I'm, I'm super glad that we... we taking the subject on i mean we mentioned it last week we, it's no laughing matter no it's no laughing matter there's there's lives are being saved mm, there i mean it's a slightly laughing matter like if that's what you're into a bit of a bit of a fecal humor but uh, yeah, yeah there's lots of room for that <laughs> plenty yeah um, let me just uh, put a disclaimer out out there uh, we're going to be talking about fecal transplants and health in general but we're not medical professionals. Not in the least. Uh, we don't really know what we're talking about. This is just our take on these issues. And if you could take anything away from this podcast, it would be to question what you know as being the truth. Because it's 2018 and people are getting paid to then donate shit. <laughs> this is real. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Um, like almost you could see it as like a business opportunity for some. Well, um, what I find interesting about it is that, you know, poo is no, is, is for many, uh, um, has definitely an unclean image, you know, like what's the most disgusting thing? Poo. It's filth. It's waste. And now you have, I don't know who was the first guy to figure this out, but it's helping a lot of people with like these uh, uh, dietary issues and 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 intestinal issues. This guy, I don't know, who, maybe it was a bunch of them, figured out what we're going to do is take the poo from a donor. Um, apparently, it's really hard to become a donor. Like, not everybody could do it. Yeah, yeah, it's I have very really strict, strict uh, itinerary. Yeah, and. They get paid to to send in a poo sample, um, and this poo sample is then processed in a lab, and then um, these samples. Um, I think there are several ways to do it. You can either swallow a poo a poo pill, uh, or you could get a pipe up your bum into your. Uh, small intestine or colon, and that's where the the poo will be be uh, transferred. Yeah, it's quite interesting the taking it orally. Um, just like the the thought of that. It's yeah, like, you know, like some people, or I've heard the phrase before, like eat shit. You know, and mm. that, that you literally are. Um, I mean, it's for for like medical reasons and whatnot. But like, yeah, it's it's. It must be a slightly psychological thing when you do it. Like the first time you do it, you must be like questioning something, you know, just uh, definitely alarm bells. Um, I, don't know, I think these, the I think these people are suffering from like like pretty serious things. You know, they're in a lot of uh, discomfort, and um, um, the you, through my research, what I what I've gathered is that. You have your poo therapy or your fecal transplants, and then you have your normal uh, uh, school of just give them antibiotics. Yes, yes. And the results, the results are insane. People that are taking the poo or the or the fecal transplants, their results compared to to people taking the an- antibiotics is just huge. They're 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 getting better. It's like miracles. Yeah, yeah, dude. I actually, I I did a little bit of research before this. Um, I watched a couple of vids on on the YouTubes, and um, I've I wrote it down somewhere. Yeah, give me a sec. Oh yeah, one doctor said that in his experience, he's had a ninety percent success rate from treating people's like chronic illnesses with this. Um, and ninety percent—that's incredible. Hey, that's like as you said, it's like a miracle. And he actually said that as well. He's it's like a miracle cure for certain conditions. But it's beautiful because it's taking some, it's flipping how we think about something. That's what I like about it. And it's, it, it just proves that what, you know, I think it's best to, 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 to come from a standpoint where you actually, you don't know shit. Like, 
Like basically, you know, a lot of people are like, ah, th- I know about this particular field and I'm like a authority or an expert. But then there'll come another dude like, and he'll be like, no, well, you're looking at this totally wrong. Just flip your whole thinking. And now you have this whole new world of like, uh, of, of, of poo therapy. Uh, who knows where this could end up? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I I heard it's like the 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 like as you mentioned last week, you touched on it. Like um, I think you mentioned like Usain Bolt, like he would be a good or a good poo donor candidate because he's like um, such a healthy specimen. And uh, so <laughs> so um, like with that in mind, it's 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 actually taking like the bacteria from the poo. Like I believe they 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 uh, like dilute it down or. or concentrate the kind of good bacteria in the poo mm-hmm. and and that is what um at like uh, they they kind of empty you out and then they recolonize your colon with this healthy bacteria so that the the healthy bacteria can can do the the job that's the like unhealthy bacteria wasn't doing um yeah that's that's how i understand it too like you have yeah. your good gut bacteria or your good gut uh, uh, flora yeah. and if you're struggling you know like uh, um, with with some kind of medical ailment what you do is you go to your doctor and he gives you a, a full stool analysis hmm. um, and he'd be able to if he's if he's this kind of doctor you know um, go to a doctor that rec- recognizes what's happening here because mm. uh, a lot of doctors, you know, they're used to their antibiotics. That's how they make their money, their bread and butter, and they're not open for new things. So go to a doctor that knows about this shit and um, get your stool analysis, and he'll be able to figure out exactly what you need. And then they'll have they'll have their their list of donors. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure if this is available in Germany at the moment. I don't know if this would be available in South Africa. I don't, have, did you look? anything like that i don't know i didn't actually um i did see a lot of um results for the u.s and there was a ted talk with a dude just mentioning that the fda is kind of like uh they regard the the poo that that is being used as a drug it's like classed as a drug Mm. and he he was kind of um like talking about it that it was a little bit negative in that way um, okay. and I, and I think that's because then they'd want to like have some kind of control over it or maybe something like that, you know, so people can't just go and like do this willy nilly. Yeah. So if it's regarded as a drug, I assume then you need like qualifications and stuff to administer it and whatnot. Yeah, it should. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, in, a, in the perfect world, you'd want to have a, a hospital kind of situation with like good hygiene and everything. But yeah. having said that. I did see a, a do-it-yourself video on YouTube how you would go about um, administering a, a fecal transplant yourself. It's a, quite an in-depth video. It's over 30 minutes long. Jeez. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, this is the thing. If you're sitting in a place like South Africa where they don't have this kind of technology or I'm not sure if they do this in Germany and um, you know, if you do enough research – could be something for you, you know, look into it. I don't know. Maybe it'll help you. Mm. Um, but obviously this is... If the antibiotics yeah, aren't working. Yeah, this is um, non-medical suggestions we're giving you. Um, yeah, purely our opinions and whatnot. Um, but like, yeah, can can you talk us through what, what you saw in this um, DIY? Yeah, it was a, a, a middle-aged white man, quite tall with glasses, and okay. he had a desk in front of him with uh, several. Oh, he had a blender. Yeah. Yeah, and like a pipette. All right. And um, did he have a friend? Several, like who, who donated his? No, no, it was just him. Just him. Okay. And then mm. at the, like I kind of skipped through it because yeah, I just wasn't willing to spend a half an hour looking at some guy. You know, because I don't have that issue. You know. I'd, I have yeah. my my health issues, but that's not one of them. Thank God. So I just kind of fast forwarded to the end, and that was him. Yeah, he put like a black bag down on the floor, like a plastic black bag, and he okay. kind of, kind of like you know, he was on his side with a pipette. <laughs> okay. And then he—that's how you would administer it. So you'd be on your side, and I suppose that would be the best place to yeah. 
to administer the, the pipette of poo into your bum. But yeah. um, excuse me, laughing. It's, it's very purely your descriptions that yeah that I find comical. Yeah. He, he seemed very professional, uh, yeah. well groomed. Okay, but uh, yeah, it's your risk, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is one's personal risk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to like we we're talking about the the poop banks there. Um, yes, poop banks. And and yeah, just in the video I saw, um, kind of just to get this out of the way because it there is like a, a kind of comical side to it and the the staff at the poop bank in the video i watched they were Mm -hmm. they mentioned the comical side of it as well and they Mm -hmm. they said they take it really seriously because it's obviously like a medical thing people's health and whatnot but they definitely recognize that there's like a funny element to it as well um and they said that like with their donors and whatnot they keep it light so they've actually got like avatars for the donors um, which is like pictures on the wall or whatever for each donor with a little name. And a few mm. of the ones that I read off the wall there um, was Batok Obama, uh, Pudolf the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Ninja nice. Turtle, uh, Abraham Stinkin, uh, the, the Dump Back of Scooby Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, that was one the of what? them. Uh, <laughs> the Dump Back of Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, it sounds like sounds like they have a good time, eh? Um, yeah, um, but, but uh, just getting that funniness out. Tell of me the way. something. Mm. Tell me something, Dan. We're talking about uh, health. Mm. Um, you know, you only start realizing that you have a health problem when you got a health problem. When you don't have a health problem, everything's cool. But this kind of led yeah. me to believe that there's a lot of. Um, of, of people taking their health for granted, you know? So mm. um, this is also something that one needs to be aware of, you know, like if you can go for a jog, do a push-up, carry yeah. some shopping, um, you're pretty healthy, I suppose. Like people have these, like, you know, that's the thing. Like what is your, like this is my question to you. What is your kind of like, what is your idea of good health and like and like what is your general like take on that whole thing um uh do you do you mean for for what i feel for myself or what i feel for like the general yeah, personally okay personally um for me i'd say yeah like it's not about like having toned muscles and stuff like that it's like i mean that that's a cool thing if you're into it and I don't know, like, I suppose I'm a little bit lazy to be into that. Um, but yeah, for me, I think it's about like um, comfort in, in my own body and like um, having no pain and being able to run a decent distance without feeling like I want to vomit. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's actually, it made me think of um, that movie Zombieland. Um yeah. Uh, just just an idea that he shared in the beginning of that movie he said like like one of the most crucial things about like being in the zombie apocalypse is like cardio uh, if you can run then you're way better off than everyone else so like as long as you can run because they're um they're kind of slow in zombie land hey the zombies yeah yeah they have been but, faster zombies in other in other movies yeah uh, what but, is uh, it uh world war z, z for z for example they were f- yeah. super fast yeah they they were pacey bastards yeah. Um but hold on. Um so yeah, because I know what you're saying with the whole like being ripped and everything. I've got a question for mm. you. How yeah. about this? Would you rather be like really fat but super intelligent? Yeah. Or like ripped but you have a here's the kicker below size low average size penis but a larger than average size foreskin <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> um so if i had to select being um overweight um like uncomfortably overweight and super intelligent like can i diet and stuff like that or am i is that my choice and i can't change it well you're super intelligent so you'd be able to find a solution 
for your yeah, weight then problem. Then I'll take but, that. I'll take that. Thanks. <laughs> but no, no, that no. You have to be fat all the time. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, but that's well, interesting, though. Yeah. Because a lot of people are like, hey, look at that fat fuck over there eating his butter fucking donuts or whatever. And why doesn't he just, you know, you have those things. Why doesn't he just stop eating the donut? Why doesn't he just walk more? Why doesn't he just stop drinking the Coke? But I don't, it's not that easy. I mean, if you got a, if you obese, you have a chronic disease and a chronic disease is not to be fucked with. You can only, yeah. a chronic disease, you can't cure a chronic disease. You can only, um, uh, lessen the symptoms with uh, with treatment plan and 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 there's a lot of stigma attached attached to to overweight people and mm. I sometimes feel sorry for them because I think you know a lot of their issues probably started in the womb you know when their moms were like also had some kind of like bad relationship with food and yeah. their whole biology is then fucked up because they come out you know of the womb into the planet just craving like donuts <laughs> yeah um but so yeah it's it's, it's it difficult might be for these like, guys yeah but it could be like habitual um like it could be what you what you're saying like they have this craving already but it could also be like upbringing you know if if like the parents feed them mcdonald's every day because it's easy and cheap um and they select exactly, but that's that what I'm saying. Later. Yeah. No, but I'm saying that the McDonald's that they're eating is changing their biology. So their yeah. their machine, which is their their body, like our bodies, mm. like we like sugar, or whatever, but we don't need it as much as these guys. These guys, their machine kind of runs on 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 that kind of stuff, and that's why they're always like eating that kind of sugary food but mm. so back to that that question i ask you an av more than average sized length foreskin so if you had an erection you usually <laughs> the head comes out yours wouldn't <laughs> okay yeah um. so you'd have like a floppy kind yeah. of thing going on like a, a flag at the end of your flagpole kind of thing hanging. Yeah. Do you think the the breeze would catch it? Like uh <laughs> um, like that floppy? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can hear it. You know, like a sail in the wind. Yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um I think I'd I th Oh, it's a tough one, Jared. It's a very tough question you've posed, but like I, I know, think but I'd you just have to for... give me an answer, then we can move on to the next thing. Yeah, but I, I think I'd go for the intelligence and overweight because mm. there are things you can do. Um, I suppose there are things the rip dude can do as well. Like you know, he can go get a little op to remove the flag from the pole or something like that. But no, uh, you're not allowed to do that. Okay, <laughs> then yeah, I'd I'd take the overweight and intelligence. Um, really? And you, like, which would you take? I'd take the ripped guy. Yeah, ripped guy with the yeah. floppy foreskin for life, and not that intelligent. Is that your? No, no, it was um, the ripped guy. Just normal. Nothing about his intelligence. Just a below average penis, but a above average length of foreskin. Okay, all right. <clears throat> well, that's cool. Yeah, if that's um, if that's what you want to be. Have you got any uh, health ambitions for 2018? Um, to be honest, uh, I have like kind of delayed ones. Um, and I just want to say, like, I want to tell you the reason because I hate New Year's resolutions. They yeah. they like bullshits. Like like it's. I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's maybe the pressure that you made that decision at that moment, like the whole new year thing. But, and then like, you see it all the time. Like people start running on the streets in their jogging shoes and shit because it's new year's, you know, and it's like the new year. Um, I don't want to do that. So I'm just waiting for a little bit. Um, I don't know how long, but maybe in like the next week or two, I'll I'll start getting back into it. But like, so <clears throat> yeah, my well, my ambition is already to like eat healthier. Uh, oh, because okay. Because sometimes I am a little bit uh, 
naughty with like the oily goodies and stuff like that. Yeah, I love me a savory something. Eh? Yeah. I'm more of a sweet kind of guy. I like a chocolate. Mm. A biscuit. <laughs> yeah, I like a biscuit as well. Chocolate I can't really do, man. Like I dig it. I really like it. But if if I eat a whole chocolate, like it it's almost like so sweet that it like stings a little bit. Like it's cause it's just like a bar of sugar. Like I find yeah, it, it quite extreme. I try and go for the the darker varieties with more cacao okay. uh, um, uh, percentage, but it, it got to a point where I also enjoy the shape of the chocolate. You know, it's like <laughs> I like like the whole no, like the whole um, the kind of phallic the unpackaging. Like, uh, yeah, and uh, no, just the un- no. I don't eat phallic chocolates. Okay. Just a bar. Yeah, yeah. But it'll have a certain sheen to it and it'll have like the stamp of the manufacturer on it. And I'll like, yeah. if it's got foil, I'll unwrap the foil and I'll look at it before I eat it. I'll like admire it mm. and I'll, and then I'll eat the whole bar. And that feeling mm-hmm. afterwards is like, you know, it's like a bad feeling because, you know, you have your two different brains. You have your like higher brain and lower brain and your higher brain's like your, um, the thinker, you know, and the lower brain is just like mm. the warrior or whatever. Well, every time I do that, it's like I'm kind of – I know it's not going to do me any favors to eat a whole bar of chocolate or a whole, whole yeah. package of biscuits because at the end of it, I'm going to feel bad. And and for my, like, health goals, it's just – it doesn't, doesn't work out. But I do it anyway because – I think it's the fucking chemicals, my brain, the dopamine and shit like that, serotonin. Mm. I just want that hits of sugar. <clears throat> yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Like I get that for, I, yeah, I'd get that for like a whole slab of chalky, but I, for me, it's more the savory stuff. So it'll be like, oh, I like dread saying it like KFC. Like I'll eat some KFC and mm. like I'll want it so badly. Like when I think about it mm. and then I'm like, oh, let me just get some chicken and then I'll eat it and then, like it's tasty going down and whatnot, but usually after mm. KFC, like um, I feel like a little bit dirty, and yeah, well, it's like what that oily grease. Yeah, and and also like I've experienced this once or twice. I've I've got like like uh, mild chest pains, and I'm sure mm. it's from the KFC because it, it doesn't happen. Like yeah, it's a certain type of like pain that I feel. Uh, maybe it's like my shame and my guilt just like breaking my own heart or something. <laughs> or it could just be the grease. But I think it's like these yeah. foods are like designed to yeah. be tempting. You know, like everything at the mouthfeel, for example, on a KFC. I don't eat it often. I haven't had KFC yeah. in ages. But a KFC is that, that crunchy mouthfeel, you know, like and then yeah, the, the texture, the greasiness. And then yeah. like a good old yeah. – fuck, I had a good burger the other day. That was really nice. But – also greasy and afterwards you kind of feel like um there's like a burger craze sweeping over uh, munich um there's loads yeah. of burger places now but um this place was called like burger gourmet House. kind of things yeah there's that part of it um and and there's a really popular one and um called uh, Hans im Gluck and I was always like this isn't a burger this is a f- this for me a burger's got to have a certain amount of grease and you know when you squeeze it the juice has got to kind of run out of it you know it's got to be like yeah. kind of dirty and it's got to the roll the burger the toppings all needs to kind of like mold into one thing whereas this yeah. this one was like they had like their fancy bread and then like their fancy patty on top and then that was it yeah what are we talking about again? How did we get to burgers? Um, uh, <laughs> it was something about KFC and then you had a great burger. Yeah. Um, just uh, um, I just want to ask you that, that that same question you asked me. Like, do you have any health ambitions for 2018? And what is good health for you? Yeah, good health for me is similar to yours, feeling comfortable in my body. Mm. And um, if I need to, being able to like run for like 10 kilometers without ha- without having a heart heart attack mm. and um also what i've been trying to do recently because i don't know if you notice this but every time 
I do like an exercise. Yeah. I not only feel good afterwards, like my body feels good, but I feel mentally good afterwards. Yes, yes, totally. It's it where you get like a bit of a buzz. Does something. Yeah. I think it's like endorphins or something released when you do mm. that that thing. Um healthy body, healthy mind, that's a saying. Yeah, and but health ambitions, I mean I've had this thing going on for years now where I'm trying to get hold, get rid of my love handles. Mm. You know, those those fatty deposits on the on the waist area. Yeah. And I've had them forever, but I I got to a point where, you know, I was I was I'd lost weight, but they were still there. I think they're they're like stubborn little fuckers. Yeah. And like you really have to you know, I'm not one of these people that like write down things like log exercises and, and gyms. Mm. I generally don't like gyms. I don't like just seeing the same faces, you know, and those guys like moaning in front of the mirror, like doing their curls and shit. I like to do it like more like organic, like, okay, well, let me just not, let me avoid certain foods and let me just like Mm -hmm. maybe go for a 20 minute run every day or do a bit of this, do a bit of that. But more often than not, I, I can't get into the routine and yeah, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to beat myself up about that. It's just, a, I would to answer your question. That is one of my goals t- for 2018. It's just to get into some kind of routine where I'm be like, I don't even really have to think about it, you know, because mm. I do real. I do think it is important, you know, because you were getting on in age, you know. So I want to be healthy way into my in, in uh, you know 60s, 70s, 80s. I want to be able to still do things then that I'm doing now, and I think good exercise regime or good routine will will help me and also obviously your mind is also important so exercise the mind too you know like yeah i think it's what a will smith quote read and run every day or something i don't know yeah 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 i recall that um uh yeah the the whole thing of um like kind of staying in shape now um it's it's about like keeping your machine tuned so that. It, it doesn't like fall into disarray, you know? And, and when you, when you're older, like what you do now kind of, um, gets carried into that, that future you. So, For sure. Yeah, Lo- think, use it or uh, lose it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, something I wanted to say, oh, just about, uh, the love handles quandary. Like I experienced yeah. that as well, but like there is, I mean, if it's for you, then, then cool. You know, if, if that's what you want to do, but regarding like society's take on it, like the dad body is mm. in man, like it's, you know, there's, oh, there's nothing to worry about so there. Looking so good. So daddy. I can't wait until summer. You know? <laughs> yeah. With the dad butt out. It's, it's interesting that you say that because even you know people think yeah females have a lot of pressure to look a certain way and i don't want to sound yeah. like a like i'm like moaning or whatever thing but i i do think that even today you know like even the young kids whatever teenagers especially they get kind of like i don't know like persuaded by 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 certain media how the body should look and i i think everybody is mm. different you know you can't all have, be walking around like a model i think the the people on the front page of 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 your like whatever men's health or, or women's health or whatever they they're the the exception like yeah. they're not the norm yeah yeah for sure and for sure if if they're going to be like it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of discipline I'm not I'm, I'm saying discipline is good yeah go ahead if yeah. that's your if that's your but thing but it's, it's also a lot it's, of sacrifice it's a lot of work man yeah, sacrifice. Yeah. Like and and especially with like a kind of like a social uh, setting, you know, like having a few beers. Like I, I've I've tried like not drinking, but it's fine to drink. You just have to know where your your boundaries are. You know, you don't have to get like drunk. Just have like your your three beers or whatever, and then you're cool. And yeah. uh, talking about sweets, going back to sweets. So I was in Austria and uh, there, you've also been there. They love their, their coffee yeah. and their cake. And then in between, they'll have, during Christmas time, they'll also have plates of biscuits coming in. 
like all the time. And I just, on the 28th, I said to myself, I'm not eating any more of this shit. And the cake also, I just had enough of it. And people couldn't really understand it. They're like, oh, but, you know, there's no sugar in this cake. But I'm like, Mm. what do you mean? It's a cake. It's got sugar in it. It's like, (laughs) you know, some people will be like, that's, you know, you do get your, you'll have your healthier cakes. Yeah, like carrot cake over like chocolate cake. Yeah, and they're they're like, okay, well, that's fine to eat where uh, basically it's still cake. Yeah, cake is cake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's it's very interesting, eh, the whole um, cake in Austria thing. It was like, I recall it was like breakfast, then we have some cake and tea or coffee, and then it was lunch, and then there's cake, and then there's a bit of cake, and then dinner, and then cake. And then cake after, yeah. Yeah, and it's all it's it's all about because it's cold there, right? And it's like the fuel that you need to like fend off the cold is is that where it comes from? Yes, that and probably like they have a um, quite a strong kind of like um, hospitality kind of like culture where whereas if you're a guest, you know, there's always got to be something on the table. Uh, if there isn't something okay. on the table, it's like I'm not being a good host because. Um, so I think it's that side too, but a lot of the people there, you know, like you, you don't see many obese people, you know, even with all the cake and everything, that might be the mountain air or whatever. Um, Hmm. I wanted to ask you something. Have you had any health scares? Um, I haven't had any like, uh, kind of huge, uh, life changing immediate scares. Um, mm-hmm. well, I mean, despite or except for like the odd, like, oh, wake up with a stomach cramp or something. And it's like, what the hell is that? Is that appendix or what, you know, worrying. But, uh, one thing I, I do have, um, is I have like this ongoing issue with acid reflux with heartburn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it's like, I've, I've put it down to like when I eat bready things, like things that are like very kind of bready and starchy and stuff. Yeah, KFC as well. Um, or when when I'm being a piggy and I just like overeat. Like I, oh, I love a good overeat. Eh? It's like when you're in it, it's like you just want to go all the way. Like keep putting the taste, the flavor in. Put like keep experiencing that. You know. Oh, I know um, all about that. Yeah. Yeah, like when you have to kind of lie down after Christmas dinner, or yeah, yeah. It's sometimes. Yeah, there's some bad weeks I've had in my life when it's just like, boom, do that like every day for like quite a few days in a row. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot. Yeah, it's um, a lot for the body to like deal with, eh? All that all that food. Like cuz I don't yeah. think we design for that much and that kind of variety that we have these days, you know, like we're yeah. privileged enough to live in like a a society where we can have our fucking sushi or steaks and then some Italian mm. food and then some Spanish food and like where's staples you know like usually you want a good staple and everything will kind of like take care of itself whether it's beans or yeah. maize or whatever yeah there are some countries and cultures with those kind of staples I was actually watching this um, uh, similar to Life in a Day it was called India in a Day um, mm-hmm. and yeah so it's uh, in like people in india um like and a lot of them there's there's a lot of like inequality there you know so a lot of people are struggling um and it's so weird because something something really like just yeah something that popped out for me was the guy was saying like an onion like they can't get onions and like sometimes they're just like the onions are too expensive um i don't know if it's because onions like a big thing there or whatever like everyone wants them but he they had just the skins of the onions that they were cooking with and eating in this um okay. in this like certain situation but like like an onion like i take that for granted you know like whenever i cook a meal i like chop up the onion and throw that in first thing you know and yeah it's, it's and so these weird guys so that's like have, they're eating onion skins yeah onion skins and like maybe some rice and like the onions kind of like i take it as being like quite a quite a big part of the meal then if if there's so much focus on it you know i think it forms uh, yeah. a base for a lot of indian uh foods yeah yeah i think so too sorry like i just want to continue with that uh, yeah. yeah 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 um just regarding that 
that health scare thing that the question you asked me um yeah like the acid reflux thing um the yeah heartburn um yeah it's it's a weird thing because like i've had it for like a lot of my life um i think since like a teenager or something and it's never something that i've actually put the effort in to go and like get checked out you know i did it once like i i was at a doctor for like something else and i was just like yeah i've got the heartburn thing and then they gave me something that i i took for like a month and in that month i could eat anything like pie whatever and i didn't feel heartburn so this this one thing like made all the difference but the, they were like yeah but this isn't something you can stay on all the time um and you should be fine afterwards and if you aren't then it's a mechanical issue and so after after it happened like what after i finished the course or whatever um, after that month, then I started getting heartburn again. So I take it it's a mechanical issue, which is like, I don't know, the sphincter when at the you top s- of the stomach like doesn't close properly or something. Yeah. But would that have any, would your diet be, be, be would obviously be helping or hurting that, that mechanical issue, right? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I can put it down to, I mean, the fact that if I eat like a white bread sandwich, like I get heartburn compared to if I eat like, I don't know, like a, different type of bread like rye or like a crazy whole wheat or something like that then i I don't get it as much or sometimes not at all so i can definitely pin it on certain things but like sometimes at the time it's like eh, you know let me just do it just eat the food and then yeah deal with experience it. The, yeah yeah but it's um, I, like i just want to say about that um yeah it's it's like probably like a little bit irresponsible for me not to have like sorted this issue out because it could mm. like it could cause other things you know like other oh, like a kind of a knock-on effect kind of thing yeah like maybe like an ulcer or like where you end up with a with a much bigger problem after like yeah yeah and like i'm i like when i think about it now it's, it's like kind of irresponsible and and if a friend of mine was experiencing something like that i'd be like dude go get that checked out you know but yeah it's dude go get that checked sometimes out sometimes we're just like yeah totally yeah sometimes it's just like yeah we're apathetic you know it's like if it's not constant and all the time then you like don't deal with it well yeah. This is the thing, like I mentioned before, like people only realize they have a health issue when they have a health issue, you know, but it's a, mm, mm. it's a con, I think once you pass a certain age, you also got to be working on your health, you know, like uh, if you want to maintain good health. Um, yeah. If I may, I'd like to talk to you about my uh, prostate um, exam story. Yes, please do. This is a, a health scare you went through, right? Um. Well... I was ha- trying to, uh, we were trying to have uh, children at the time and we wanted yeah. to check that everything was right from, from my wife's side and my side. So I went to a urologist to check out my soldiers to make sure that they were fully loaded, you know. Mm. And um, so I arrived there at the at the doctor's and I had no idea this was going to end up where I have a man's finger in my arsehole yeah that's how it ended up yeah. uh so it started out you know like mm, yeah i checked my cock out and my balls yeah. and then he was like have you done a prostate exam and i was like no and he was like oh we should do one you know you you're at that age we should definitely yeah. do one and i thought you know I already got my pants down. He's, uh, you know, I might as well. Yeah. Yeah. You there. You there. So I got it done. Um, I, I might've made a bit of a bit of a a mountain out of it, uh, out of a molehill at the, at the end, you know, because I was, I was more the surprise of it, you know, that I wasn't happy. I I wish he had just informed me that there would have been a, 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 a potential prostate exam at the uh, yeah. at the, the the consultation, you know, because then I would have been mentally prepared mm. for it. It's just that 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 initial surprise that got me. Mm. Um, but I did it. Everything was fine, and I really recommend to all you guys out there if you're over thirty years old or I think thirty five years old, go get yourself a prostate exam. It's quick. He puts a little yeah. finger condom on and he 
sticks it up your asshole. It's yeah, it's uncomfortable. But um, this <laughs> okay. is nothing. Was it was it painful at all? No, not at all. This is nothing on on what could happen, you know, because prostate cancer is mm. a big thing, uh, uh, you know, and it's getting bigger. And um, this brings me to a a rest in peace to a Mister Yu um, Masakela who passed recently. From yes, yes. prostate cancer, what a legend, a legendary musician and a legendary, legendary person. Um, mm. um, just to, 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 to nail down the point that, yeah, if you've got any kind of like hangups about this kind of like um, thing where, where people are, are probing your, your, your asshole, just think about the bigger picture. I, I understand, you know, I wouldn't have voluntarily gone and done it. Uh, I think it's difficult to do that, but at my p- specific situation, it kind of happened organically on the day. But um, yeah. I, I would recommend go go and do it, man. If you ever, have you done one? I haven't done one, no. Um, yeah, I just want to say good on you for, for following through there. Um, like, an, I know it's, I can imagine that it would be like a very awkward situation. Um, yeah. And, and you said it was like, it kind of caught you off guard and stuff like that. So like, well done for pushing through that wall of like, you know, anxiety or whatever it is that you'd experience when someone's suggesting putting a finger into your asshole. Yeah. But I mean, Dane, think about the chicks, you know, the chicks, they go into gynies every, you know, they're in and out of the gynies and they're doing all kinds of probes and, and they're not complaining. So we've got nothing to complain about if we go for a little prostate exam. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've in my life um, had a suppository <clears throat> or two and I know that like it's it's a very odd sensation when, when it goes in. So uh, I can imagine like someone like rooting around in there can be a little bit... Yeah, crazy. and he had um, he had wire rimmed spectacles. I'll never forget that. <laughs> Did he have a moustache? No, clean shaven, but wire rimmed spectacles. Very. Uh, that's better. I think with the moustache, it would have been like a little bit. I don't know. Gay. The <laughs> <laughs> no, different you know, moustaches they have. Moustaches m- m- have like a gay connotation, probably because of Freddie Mercury, and then they also have like kind of a manly, like lumberjack connotation, also. Yeah, totally. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, um, yeah that's another thing I'd like to mention is I went for a skin cancer scan. Mm-hmm. Now, this is something, um, especially you South African guys, go for a skin cancer scan. I think South Africa is one of the the hotspots like for, for like your average white male I think it's Australia and yeah. South Africa where they have the highest amount of skin cancer just because of the sun's sun's heavy that side, you know, whereas opposed to here yeah, in Germany, yeah. it's not that bad, you know. But anyway, so you go for a skin cancer yeah. scan. I went for one and it was also quite funny because it, mm-hmm. it, she she also kind of surprised me. Um, so she, <laughs> she, you do, you're on your back and then you got your clothes, you got your underpants on and then you're on your on your stomach and then she can't uh, this happened very quickly but she mumbled something <laughs> at the time but before i knew it she had um parted my bum cheeks okay because what she wanted to do was obviously the skin around your anus can also get skin cancer even though it, it's not going to see any sun but that's how fucked up skin cancer is you know it can happen anyway. yeah 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 and um I was pretty bummed about that because <laughs> excuse nice the use of uh, the word bummed. Yeah, yeah. because um, I, you know this is first of all she's a f- female, so I want to be yeah. I want to present the 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 cleanest Jared <laughs> For sure. available yeah. that's available. And you know, I I I consider myself having. I think I have a, a very good uh, um, kind of daily hygiene thing, you know. But sometimes I won't shower yeah. or skip a day, or maybe I'll 
who, you know, maybe I've had some KFC yeah. the night before and my arsehole isn't <laughs> yeah. as immaculate as I'd like it to be, especially if somebody's going to be looking directly at it, you know, there might be some sheen to it <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Sure. Mm. Like eye contacts, it's, yeah, it's <sighs> you try to avoid that as much as possible. Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, skin cancer, had a few moles, nothing malignant. Yeah. Um, mm, but good. another thing I'd recommend is go get yourself well there's two things get yourself a prostate exam and a skin cancer uh, scan hmm. so do, do they go to every piece of skin on, on your body like is that the intention to do like did they did she um, look at your like genital area did she no like, I told her I wasn't the soles I of your feet have any... between your toes she asked about my penis Okay. <laughs> she asked if I have any uh, any moles on my penis. I said no. Okay. All right. And were you being truthful? No, I don't have any moles on my penis. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, because I thought you might have just been avoiding the uh, possibility of uh, looking at your penis and you weren't comfortable with that. Or, yeah. No, I mean, I don't. I don't think it would have been necessary. For for mm. her to see my penis, if there was no moles on it, and maybe again, maybe the hedges weren't trimmed, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she she surprised me on the arsehole thing, but so I'd say, um, like a good takeaway from this would be if you're going to the doctor, like be it for anything, like they might surprise you with something. So take a shower mm. beforehand, make sure you feel clean, so that you can yeah, avoid that definitely. kind of. Ah, oh, um, she's gonna look into embarrassment. Yeah, Oof. yeah, man. Sure. A quick prostate story again from a friend of mine. Uh, this is a horror story. Um, yeah. I think more of a horror story because he's kind of a conservative person. So he went for a prostate exam. Yeah. And they took him to the into the consultation room, and there was not only the doctor, but two young female assistants who were going to be taking part in the procedure because they were like studying to be doctors you know yeah yeah and this for him was a huge thing you know because he had was prepared for it but he wasn't prepared to have the two female young females looking there but okay and it's not optional he can't say like hey i'm not comfortable no no i think he could have but like you just get caught up in the moment and and you're like on a railroaded into these kind of positions you know where it's where it's typical to be like you know, but um, yeah, kick up a fuss or yeah, yeah, very bad time. Yeah, sure. Um, something something that's that uh, that I just thought about now, um, because it's uh, kind of written in front of me is people um lately like it's kind of like a societal thing, just like also talking about our sweets and chocolates and stuff, sugar. I understand sugar yeah. is 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 getting a bit of a bad rep these days. Like, um, do you have any thoughts on that? And um, like, yeah, I think um, sugar, like as far as I understand it, we're wired to to crave that taste because back in the day we'd only come across it when we were like found a, I don't know some honey like once every month and then just gorge ourselves on it but nowadays because it's relatively cheap and you can like form it and you can make it into any kind of form you want to so you can just put that in kind of like loads of products which i think these days if you if you go through the supermarket it's just like saturated oversaturated with with products which contain sugar and like yeah yeah not even just your the ones that you think straight off the bat like your chocolate or whatever there's like all kinds of savory stuff with sugar in it you know and uh i think because we have this like natural kind of predisposition to, to crave sugar or to want sugar it's difficult these days to to you have to literally like say hey no stop make a conscious decision be firstly aware of it mm-hmm. 
and 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 then and then shop that way, knowing that these guys are out there to fucking ruin your health, you know, by the amount of sugar yeah. that's out there. Because you know, there's also Cause, cause it's, it's often like cheaper for them, right? Like they use like corn syrup or um like very yeah, exactly like pretty bad methods of like uh, uh, creating sugar in the cheapest form, so that they can just add a, an addictive taste to something. Or yeah. For sure, and and it's like uh, salt is also a big thing, but I think um, sugar is just in so many products. It's just like, oh, man, you like everything has sugar in it these days. And I think we yeah. as humans, especially in your uh, developing country or developed countries, also developing countries, because there you'll have places like Mexico, who I think like they've overtaken America now with obesity. These guys are like really? hooked on like cola and stuff like that. You know, whereas yeah, they, the, I don't think that the the education is also not there. You know, so it's like you see in the shop and you think it must be good for me. You, there's no there's no uh, uh, doubt in your mind. Why would a company put this in here because, if it's not good for me and it tastes good? So it must be good and it's cheap. So I'm going to buy like five yeah. gallons of cola, drink it per day, and then you're going to end up with type two diabetes and serious yeah. health effects, uh, health health consequences. Or uh, or end up um, with some kind of other uh, crazy issue like obesity, you know. Mm. It's crazy, like um, like you say, we're kind of predisposed to to it, and we've also been kind of conditioned to um, like not be at all kind of startled by how sugary something can be, like even flavor wise, you know. And it's like take for example, I used to have two. Um, two teaspoons of sugar in my tea whenever I had tea, like mm. growing up and whatnot. And it was just the norm for me, you know, that's that's how tea tasted. And like if I taste had a sip of someone's tea and it didn't have the two sugars in it, it was like, oh, you know, that's disgusting kind of thing. <laughs> um, but like it's like a conscious decision to to wean yourself off. And since I've done that, like I'm down to one sugar now, like or not not even like a heaped one, just like, you know, just a lazy sugar. There you go, pop some sugar in there. And uh, it's like, it's crazy. Like if I have a two spoons of sugar tea, if I have a sip of that, it's like insanely sweet for me, you know? And um, now like the norm is is like just that change of kind of habits, like the norm is one sugar or even no sugar with some things. Like with coffee, I can have no sugar. Whereas before... Like it would be a big thing for me if there was no sugar in coffee. It would be like, ah, oh, that's like difficult to drink this, you know. Um, so you can cut it out, and like if it tastes sif at first, like you'll get used to it, you know. And yeah, so that's just yeah, a bit of like you, you, encouragement that it is possible. Yeah, for sure. No, and um, be aware that your your body has built up a resistance to to non-sugar products so for you that just speaking generally for people that have been mm. eating a lot of sugar for them a sip of water tastes like shit because there's no sugar in it that's because you've yeah you've fucked up your your levels in your you know in your taste and everything and your mind it's like some people just drink coke you know it's like because it's sweet but yeah what's wrong with water you know it's not sweet that's fine but that's the thing sugar should still be like back in the day it was crazy if you had a piece of chocolate back in the day it was like a special occasion you know like oh let's share this you know mm. cut it up whatever chocolate we got chocolate oh my god chocolate nowadays yeah, yeah. you know for 20 euros i can go down to some kind of discounter and buy like three kilograms of chocolate products for 20 euros and eat that yeah for sure for sure yeah. Whereas yeah. it's crazy, yeah, but then it's, then again, it's, it's, it's like so accessible now. Yeah. Most of it isn't chocolate. Most of it, it's it's not the cacao. It's not that high cacao content. It's like most of it's just mm. the cheap sugar, white sugar. Yeah, but, white sugar with um, some chocolate flavoring, and there you go. Yeah. I I think um yeah I, mean, I think it's important that people are just like aware of it, you know, and like with health in general, like um. It doesn't hurt to like read up on things and kind of, although if you, oh man, just, I think the whole diet thing is a whole big mess because on the one hand they say eat this and then the next week it's eat, eat that. But mm. I don't know, like, I don't know for you personally, I don't know what your your take on is on, 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 a, on like a diet, for example. Like what would you say is like 
a good diet like what kind of foods should one avoid or you know i think most of us we probably common sense to say hey avoid too much sugar avoid too much alcohol avoid too much fried food yeah i i think that is it and for me um as you said <clears throat> i was gonna say it's it's a it's a common sense thing it's like what what like like what does the earth kind of supply to us um like in abundance it's like fresh fruit and veg is there you know um and so that's a thing and then like if if you're a meat eater which i am then a bit of meat and like don't overdo it and yeah just like common sense man that's 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 there like yeah yeah i think it's lacking it's right also with a lot of people like because they're just they don't know that you could make a perfectly good spaghetti bolognese in 20 minutes as opposed to buying like the the glass you know because mm, they, mm. they don't have the time to cook or they don't want to know about cooking common sense is a big thing i don't know can you teach common sense uh, yeah, I think so. I think you, you can. just kind of have an open mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the the enemy of common sense is ignorance, perhaps. So, like, yeah, people just should, as you, you said, put up an a, open mind and just exactly. Um, yeah. Just back to the yeah. sugar thing quickly. Um, I've I've heard like some some rumors, like whether it be in the media or just word of mouth from people that um <clears throat> sugar causes cancer like um i don't know if there was a study done or something have you heard anything about that i haven't uh the cancer thing is also crazy like there's always things happening uh um i think yeah. sugar probably has the potential to cause cancer uh, cancer is such a crazy thing though like such a a gnarly beast you know it's like yeah, it, it kind of like at the on the one for me it's like it's from nature, right? Cancer is from nature. Would that would that be? Would you agree with me if I say to you that cancer is uh, uh, from nature? Obviously, you do have cancers which are not from nature. Whereas, if you live, if you're working in a factory, for example, in a coal mine, and that that is going to cause some kind of cancer. But what I'm saying is that cancer in itself is a natural occurring thing. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm not too uh, like knowledgeable on it, but I, I think, yeah, I think I get what you mean. And I think it is. And it could be like uh, that. I don't know how true this is, but maybe there is like cancer in people or cancerous cells or something and it's just mm. about whether they get fed or something like that but then you get like different types of cancer so i'm not sure how that all works um yeah. i haven't done much research on the topic yeah, yeah but like skin cancer for example topic. like that that's radiation that's like solar radiation on your skin doing something like yeah it could be a natural thing and i think maybe the the um like like with the the rumor thing of sugar causing cancer, like whether it's rumor or studies that are legit or whatever, um, it it could be a case of the cancer cells exist and like um, eating too much sugar or something feeds them or they thrive in that environment or something like that. You know, um, that's just like a I don't know how true that is. That's a thumb suck. I'm just. Uh, it sounds like it could be true. But um, I think, like, if you want to take something away from from this podcast, it would be maybe avoid sugar and avoid go for your your prostate exam, go for your skin scan, and just be aware of how good you have it when you are healthy. You know. Yeah, and I think also if if you feel something wrong with your body and it's like kind of a persistent thing. Um, don't be like me. Uh, don't be apathetic about it. Just get it checked out and like make sure that that ev everything is right because like your body is your your vehicle through this life. You know, it's it's the the little transport pod that you're sitting in. That's and you only get one. You know, until they can replace everything with robotic stuff. Like you have the body that you have, and you need to take care of that. And yeah, you got to yeah, maintain. So it. that's an important thing. Is like. And a stitch in time saves nine, they say. So, like, 
rather catch something early and like get that shit sorted before down the line you got to like get nine stitches as far as that uh, saying goes there's no stigma attached to going to the doctor and asking for help and and especially with with your prostate exams and skin exams like the it's fine it's it's not a problem like it's uh, it's natural these people are professionals there's no stigma attached so go out mm-hmm. there get it done and and talking about fecal transplants um have an open mind for your health you know like don't just yeah. take the antibiotics question it research it have a look what what is available but then it's a fine line don't get caught into like these like scams you know that's another thing yeah um i think that uh what was i gonna say um oh, i forgot i forgot what I was you forgot say. yeah yeah getting old it was something about yeah the mind eh got to keep that shit active um read and run every day yeah oh if if yeah, read and run every day as will smith says but if you if you go for like a prostate exam or something like that and it's a daunting experience and it's awkward and it's like fucking going through the trenches type of thing in your mind you know if it's a tough thing you'll come out of there with an awesome story like an awesome experience that you could to share with other people and that's one thing to take away from it i never mind the fact that it's like you'll be getting your health checked and like your body could be more amazing than you thought it was, you know? And yeah, like do the thing, do the, do the checks, make sure everything's right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid of doctors. Mm. Yeah. And as you said, um, just be careful with the whole antibiotic thing. Cause like, um, I hear that it's not a good thing that like there's too much antibiotics being pumped into everyone's bodies and it's, like antibiotics kill the good bacteria and the bad bacteria, so or the bad and the good. So it's like I, I think it's well from what I understand, it's it's quite a it's quite a negative thing, um, and it's it's like lacking a bit of foresight because it's 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 making things like we they constantly have to reinvent the antibiotics or like upgrade them because things get used to them, you know, like uh, yeah. For sure, and then it's also, I mean, antibiotics, I think, are for, for when you're really sick, you know, like these days, I think it's getting prescribed for like almost everything just because pharmaceutical companies are making shitloads of money on it. So um, the less you have them, the, the, the better they're going to work. So just ask your yeah. doctor when he does prescribe antibiotics if it if there are any homeopathic alternatives or, or you know ask your grand maybe mm-hmm. she's got some kind of tip you know they like they they were yeah they survived without Grands, antibiotics eh? yeah uh, they always got a tip they've always got a tip <laughs> um, but uh but yeah, yeah and, and and i believe it's like a, sorry it's a societal thing as well because it's it's not just for you the antibiotics um like your body will get used to it. it's like the whatever the the ailment is like that is spread amongst everybody so if if you're like taking too many antibiotics like whatever the ailment is could get used to that antibiotic and it won't work for someone else anymore because it's like now it's like a super virus or whatever maybe i'm just being a little bit um exaggerative yeah but yeah i think that's a thing no for sure where where the the virus builds up immunity to to the antibodies or whatever. Yeah. So it just gets stronger and stronger. And then at the end of the day, you have like some kind of plague or something. I don't know. But hopefully it doesn't come to that. Mm. Hopefully we all remain healthy and that we, we're we conscious of our health and we maintain it like you would a car, take yeah. it to the workshop now and again. Um, mm. I'm not sure, Dane, if you have anything else to say, I'm. would you like to wrap it up? Yeah, Um yeah, I mean, I think we've we've talked about what we wanted to talk about and yeah, we've we've mentioned some things and hopefully like uh hopefully there's some positive things that people can take away from this and um potentially a little bit of advice um or encouragement at least. And yeah, just as we said before, I think we said at the beginning and dropped one in the middle as well. And now at the end, I just want to say we aren't medical experts or anything. This is like our opinions. So we just uh, disclaimering there, you know, do your own research, chat to professionals. Yeah, yeah. Always important to disclaim.
Any ideas for next week's podcast? Wow. Maybe something fruity, something foodie. Fruity. You know? Fruity. Like what to? Oh, fruity or foodie. Maybe that'll tickle the fancy. Or or something about like movies. I know that's two very different subjects I've just touched on, but like yeah. movies. Yeah, that could be a good one. Yeah, some 2017 wrap-ups or something like mm. I'll take on. I haven't watched a good movie in ages. Like, yeah, I've got some, I've got a list, a list that I want to check out. Uh, it's just the time, finding the time, you know, but yeah, I love a good movie. Eh? Shoo. Um, yeah, so if you guys have enjoyed this, please um, help us to spread the word by sharing with uh, your friends and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Thanks, Jared. This was this was Thank great. You, very Dave. informative for myself as well. Thank you yeah. for uh, giving me the opportunity to speak on this format with you about these things. Indeed. Thank you, Jared. I really appreciate no, it. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. Thanks a cool. lot. Cool. Cheers. Bye.